Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Plan Your Federal Benefits. My name is Down Hawes and I am a financial planner who helps federal employees plan for retirement, get the most out of their benefits, and to retire confident. That is my goal with every client that I work with and with every podcast and YouTube video that I create is to give you the answers to do those things that I talked about, right? To maximize your benefits, to invest smart, to reduce taxes, and to retire confident. So if you are new here, those are the sort of things that we're gonna dig into every single time we get together. So if that, those are things that you are interested in, consider joining this incredible, incredible community of federal employees really pushing to get ahead in their life. So we are gonna jump right in today we are going to talk about working in retirement. And there are a number of reasons that someone might want to work once they already retire from the federal government. There are a number of things to think about, but the two most common is first, hey, I want a little extra income, right? I've retired, maybe my income is not exactly what I expected or anything else, I want a little more income. The other reason is almost more of an emotional reason where you know, you retire for the last, let's say, 30 years, you've been working, you've had something to do every day to wake up to, and you want something to do. And sometimes a job or even starting a business can fill that void in a way that fulfills you, right? And so there, there's a ton of reasons for working in retirement, doing something, but the most important thing when thinking about working in retirement is knowing the ramifications when it comes to your benefits, when, for your first benefits, as well as Social Security. Those are the main things, as well as Medicare, that's another thing to think about. But those are the things that you have to understand so that if you do wanna work, that's great. I think that can be a great thing. Just know the consequences. So let's jump right in. Let's start with the FERS supplement. So if you are not familiar with the FERS supplement, it's also called the Social Security Supplement, the Special Retirement Supplement. There's a number of names that people call it. But basically, it's for those FERS who retire with an immediate retirement before, before age 62. And if once you hit your minimum retirement age, then it can be subject to what they call an earnings test, where basically if you make income over certain limits, your first supplement can be reduced down to zero if you make certain amounts. And that this earnings limit changes year by year. So if you just type into Google to say, hey, earnings test for the first supplement. You'll get articles pop right up that'll go over it. And every year this is gonna change. And so if I if I tell you a number today, and it, to, you know today it's about 19,000, a little less than 19,000, then of course it's gonna change over time. So definitely Google that whenever you're watching this, whether it is in 2021 when I'm recording this or later. So definitely look that up, And but it's relatively low, right? It's about $19,000 that once you start making over $19,000, your first supplement is gonna be reduced. And basically how it works is for every $2 you make over the threshold for whatever it is in the year that you're working, for every $2 you make over that threshold, your first supplement is going to be reduced, right? So, so for example, if you make $100 over the, the threshold, your first supplement's gonna be reduced by 50, right? That's kind of how the numbers play out. Now, the good news is, Retirement income in general doesn't count towards this threshold. It's only when you are already retired and you are working, let's say, another job or working in your own business, you're self-employed, and you have W-2 income or business income from a business you, 
you are working in. That, those are the types of income that count against this threshold of lowering your first supplement, your pension, your distribution from your TSP or IRAs, or let's say a military retirement. Those sort of things do not count towards this threshold. So that's the good news. So basically it only comes into place once you retire, you're eligible for the first supplement, but you continue to work, let's say, a job on the private side, or you start a business and you have income, that is when this will come into play, and that you will really want to understand the ramifications of working. So that's the first thing, is your first supplement. Okay, so Social Security is the next huge thing that you definitely want to understand when it comes to working in retirement. And basically, if you start Social Security before your full retirement age, okay, before your full retirement age, then if you are working, if you have a W-2 job again, and or if you're running a business that you own, you, there's an earnings test. And it's very similar to the earnings test for your first supplement, but there's a few couple of nuances. First, in the year that you hit your full, your full retirement age, so let's say in the year that you hit 67, if 67 is your full retirement age, the threshold for your earnings test actually raises quite a bit. In 2021, it's about 50 grand. So it goes from about 19 grand to about 50 grand. And for every $3 that you make over the threshold, you get $1 reduction to your Social Security benefits, right? And so in the year that you hit your full retirement age, the rules are a lot more relaxed. But if, let's say, you start Social Security at 62, and you are working a job or have a business, it can really reduce your benefits, if not completely you know, take them away if you make too much money. So definitely, definitely think about that. So another big difference between the earnings test of the first supplement and Social Security is that the earnings test for Social Security is technically not just a reduction, it is a withholding. So let's say you do make over certain limits and you get a reduction to your Social Security benefits. Well, those benefits don't just completely go away, they actually get back added back in and will increase your benefit at your full retirement age. And once, of course, you hit your full retirement age, then there is no earnings test at all. You can make as much money as you want and you will get your full benefit. So if you are planning to work deep into your 60s, you may want to rethink if you're planning to take Social Security early. Sometimes it still can make sense, but oftentimes, if you're gonna be working a job anyway, there is no point in, in starting Social Security early until you actually are gonna need it and you're not gonna be working another job. Another thing to think about when it's just miscellaneous is, is taxes, right? Social Security is taxable. The more income you have, of course, your tax rate, your tax bracket's going to increase the more income you have. And I'm not trying to discourage people, of course, from working into retirement because I think working can be a great way, of course, just to do things, to stay busy, earn income. I think it can be a great thing. Again, the most important thing is just to understand the ramifications to say, hey, you know, I want to work, but with the decrease, let's say, in your benefits, with you know some tax differences, what is going to be the net effect? And if I'm working for financial reasons, then what's the net effect? Is it worth my time or should I go do something else, right? And if you need extra income, that's a whole different question, but it's just important to know, okay, it's maybe not as simple as just making more money. It may affect other things as well. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you guys have a phenomenal rest of your week, rest of your day. I'll see you next time.